Okay, so welcome to the Game Changer 00100 show. I'm your host, Game Changer. All right, I'm going to um, pick up and give my final thoughts on um, on that whole Bernard situation because Ed was, uh, he was, he was going towards something that um, I think is worth, is worth picking up on. Basically, what Ed was saying was um, uh, tricking and how people in America trick. Um, so why are you calling the people who go abroad tricking? Listen, here's the thing. And this is what I noticed about like the recent uh, dating market. I haven't really been uh, active in the dating game in quite some time, to be perfectly honest. But um, here's what I noticed. It's not just the shoes and things like that that a lot of dudes, particularly brothers, are spending money on. It's the everything. They're spending money on on the plane ticket for her to come. Let's just take these recent complaints, right? About the brothers who who came in from wherever or who flew a chick in to LA from whatever from wherever and didn't get to smash. He didn't get to fuck. So basically he spent a lot of time, money, and energy trying to fuck with no success. That's what um, that's what's going on right now. What um, passport dudes are doing is like, listen, if I'm going to fuck, hold on, let me uh, let me call this out. Okay, uh, so Cash App from uh, I won't say the name, but uh, uh, first name K, last that first name starts with K. The last name doesn't start with K. Let's just put it like that. So uh, greatly appreciate the twenty seven eighteen. Appreciate you, brother. All right, so. Um, there are dudes who are paying to fly chicks in the same cost it would be to fly themselves out in many cases more in many cases uh sometimes because like if you live on the east coast it's easy you're you're really close to trinidad you're really close to dominican republic you're really close to cuba even uh now that you can go there you know you're really close to other countries but they will still fly a chick in from the other side of the country of this country until into their side of their country hoping to get a piece just hoping to get some of that pussy they just fly you in hoping to get some of that pussy and then when you fly the chick in and you say i flew you in you're in my apartment you're walking around bra and panties on all the time let me get some of that pussy and they say no they say no. Now, those of you who followed me for a while, um, I'll bring this up because I noticed it yesterday because sometimes I go there to check the pictures, right? Um, a, a couple years ago, maybe one, two years ago, I um, set up a dating profile for Columbia. And in Colombia, they, um, and I did that to say, okay, um, I'm going to set up a dating profile in Colombia and I'm going to set up a dating profile in Atlanta, a, a city that has a high concentration of black women. Hit the like button. And I am going to prove which one has the better bitches. Now, that dating profile is still up and open. And like I say, I go there from time to time to look at the pictures. 
And I went there yesterday to look at the pictures and something interesting was said. I'm going to see if I could find. Uh, first of all, I'll, I'm going to show you all the results that I get. on this uh, dating site without a picture of me. I don't actually have a picture of me on this dating site. What I do have is the Game Changer 00100 logo, the chess piece that you're seeing now. So give me a second. Let me click there and hit that like button. Oh, why is it not working? Okay, so um, I won't do that one, but... Uh, let me see. Uh, thanks to J-Lock, uh, Cole Hudson, and uh, who else is that? Uh, Dane C for sending me the um, for sending me some show ideas. I will review that. And if you have show ideas, go ahead and send that to me. Okay. So, all right, here we go. Okay. All right. So this is Love Fort online. All right, share screen. Okay, so this is Love Fort Online. Um, if we go to messages, these are the women that sent me messages um, and I never replied to them or anything because you got to pay to reply. Um, but without seeing me, this is sight unseen and this is them sending it to me as a chess piece. Um, I'm a woman who like to say that I think uh, to be direct, that is why I'm on this site. It is uh, to be a blessing, a curse, depending on who likes it. I am faithful to my own convictions, reality. Okay, there was one in particular that I seen that I want to share. Uh, let's see. I don't know if it was a message or one of those short things. Um, do you think age matters? Okay. So a lot of this is just like icebreaker bullshit, but there was one and she looked cool too. Was it this one? Nope. Actually this one, she looks kind of weird. Um, let's see, was it Jennifer? Always something crazy. Let's see. So I have like 85 unread messages and 15 mailbox messages and shit. That's, that's how this shit is. So like, tell me the person who gets results like that, you know, here in the States. Let's see what, let's see what this one is saying. Uh, let's see. Writing from the heart, intentions a little better. Uh, time to do something special can be. I I don't know, but basically one of them. Um, I can't find it, but one of them just was uh, flat out saying like, you know, um, take me out to dinner and I'll fuck you. She didn't put it in so many words, and I have to sit through like um, a lot of these profiles to find it, and I don't want to do that. But you know, this is what they look like. You know, um, she's thirty-four, so this is what they look like. And trust me, don't go off of avatars. But if you're reasonably close to this, you know, then that's that's pretty much where you're at. 
Um, that is what's going on online. Now, the difference between, because there are Insta Instagram girls out here. Um, is this based in Colombia? Yeah, this is a dating site. And I put Colombia, I set this up like a year ago, like over a year ago. You know, um, so, and trust me, um, there are Instagram chicks out there that look like this. They look like, you know, you can find the Western equivalent to this. But they are not going to hit you up, um, you know, and they are not going to blow up your inbox. This this is the equivalent to having your inbox blown up, you know, um, that just doesn't happen in the West. And here's the here's one of the main fundamental difference. They will fuck you. Ask me how I know. They will fuck you. And that is the key difference. You show them a good time and they will show you a good time as well. And it isn't none of this like, you know, um, a 90 day rule or or some bullshit like that. You know, it's none of that. It's none of that. This is basically like, um, listen, you show me a good time and I'll fuck you. I'll assure that you have a good time. There is, that doesn't exist. So at least if you are paying, if you are quote unquote tricking, you are getting what you are tricking for. You are getting the thing that you are tricking towards, unlike here. One guy spent like $5,000 on a chick and didn't get anything. Now, this is my profile. That's not my real birthday. And of course, Game Changer is not my real name and all that stuff. This is my profile. No pictures, no nothing. This is what they're responding to. Traits, nothing specific. This is what they're responding to. Imagine if I tried. Imagine if I tried to do that shit. Like if I was actually, you know, you fellas, um, you know, with your pictures, like Shakanulu, you know, uh, with your pictures, imagine what your results would be if you tried, if you looked worth a damn, or if you had a nice car, or had, you know, whatever you do to show out, to stunt in your, in your um, Instagrams. Imagine if you did that, imagine your results. You know, these are my results, not even like, because I was going there just to look. I wasn't going there to be seen. I was going there to look just to give a comparison of what's available there versus what's available here to prove a point um, about Passport years ago. And then I just kept the thing running. So that is what's actually going on nowadays. Uh, what website is this? This is called love, lovefort.com. Use it at your own risk. I don't know, you know, um, what's this about? But you get, you know, if you if you go to Columbia, you meet up with one of these chicks who hit you up in the thing and you say, hey, you know, um, let's strike up a conversation. You go and trust me, ask me how I know, uh, not particularly in Columbia, but ask me how I know. You go, you muddle your way through if you like me and you don't speak English. You go. And you um, you try to speak your best Spanish. You take them out. Um, okay. Here's the breakdown. Movies are dead. You're not going to get anywhere um, with a chick watching a movie with her um, on, on a date overseas. They just, they're just not in the movies like that. 
So you're not going to get anywhere in that regard. Um, so don't try to take her to the movies. Uh, just take her to walks anywhere. And then if she, if you come across like a street vendor who is selling something, and I'm talking about selling stuff that costs like at most, at the, at the most $3, at the most $3, buy her those, um, as she requests and, and get her something to eat. And you are fucking. You are fucking. And if she's on her period, she'll figure it out. You are fucking if you do those things, period. So when you when you talk about that versus the guy who took $5,000, um, got the fancy hotel and shit like that, and didn't fuck, and she wasn't as hot as uh, these Colombianas, you, you know, if you're going to trick, then go for the best deal then go for the most practical deal. You know, and you fellas who um, who don't want to call weed tricking, you know, it's like, okay, you're not going to call weed tricking, but if you're going to buy something that's, and I'm assuming that, you know, because they use term like dime bags and shit like that, or they, or they, used, they used it in my day, that weed is not that expensive. Okay, so I don't know if you're bringing a projector overseas, but what I'm saying is, is that overseas taking a woman out to a movie is not is not going to get you very far. It's not. They do not watch. Okay, so the first time I took a, a chick overseas to watch a movie was um, was uh, the movie X Men. But I forget which one, and I really wanted to see it. I think it was like first class or something like that. And I really wanted to see it myself. And this is a funny story, actually. I asked them, do this movie have subtitles? And the chick said, see, see, subtitles. So I bought the ticket, and the ticket cost less than $3. I bought the ticket for 2 went to the movie in 3D and it has subtitles in Spanish. I was like, what the fuck was that? It had Spanish subtitles. So she wasn't lying when she said it had subtitles, but it was in Spanish. I thought that shit was funny. Um, so I will say this as far as Netflix go, um, because they watch stuff on Netflix. Um, the movies that I watched and I got play, even though I probably would have got it either way, um, um, from Netflix was the first time it was the movie Chucky. For whatever reason, Chucky, that 1980s movie, turned them chicks on. I can't explain the shit. Maybe somebody who's from these countries can explain what's their fascination with Chucky. But I And I heard it from more than one chick. Um, so it was that Chucky is like about a dog that kills people. And another movie recently that I got played from was a movie. And I think it was originally in Spanish. Um, but it's, it's made in English for, um, for us. It's a movie called 365 days. 
um, on Netflix. So if you really want to just incorporate um, Netflix into your game, then you know you're dealing with the Latin chick um, overseas. Then that movie really turns them on uh, for whatever reason. So yeah, um, there you go, little. But generally speaking, that like the whole dinner and movie things, they they you just just take them to dinner. You know, it's not that's not going to really make much headway. So, uh, but yeah, if you're going to it, at least get what you're tricking for. So that's that. Now, as far as the main topic, because I spent 15 minutes on that, hit the like button. Now, as far as the main topic um, on, um, on this whole 50-50 thing, and this goes, actually, this goes perfectly into what this chick is about to say. Hold on. Hold on. Fair use. Basically, she says, uh, life with a broke man. Now, um, Keith was right in the sense that they have a very broad definition of the word broke. And what they really consider broke is like everybody's grandpa would be considered broke. A man that supports himself and eight kids would be considered broke because he's not supporting himself, eight kids, and giving her that real housewife of wherever the fuck um, lifestyle. So this is what she means by broke. Fair use. Fair use. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another video. So today I wanted to talk about a common a common problem, a common charade, a common trap, and a con game that a lot of women, particularly Black women, tend to fall for and participate in, and that's the 50-50 game. And it's a sneaky and very corrosive mindset that is encouraged and accepted as a practice by both men and women. And a lot of women give pushback. Uh, they talk tough and dig their heels into the mindset of equality. This idea that men and women are the same when nothing could be further from the truth. Men and women are not the same ladies. We are not built the same harmonially. We are worlds apart. We are wired differently and we are wired to complement each other. Uh, we are wired to be the feminine to his masculine and the masculine to our feminine. So a lot of women and uh, and men use this idea of equality or fairness to justify women paying their own way and paying their equal share in a romantic relationship until it backfires. Because paying your own way, ladies, in a relationship sows the seeds of misery and bitterness in romantic situations. So let's talk about the 50-50 con. Uh, the 50-50 con is a scam and a game where women are conditioned and groomed to be financial providers in their romantic relationships. The 50-50 con... Okay. I agree with a lot of what she said about men and women being different and our desires are different, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I also believe what she said when um, she was saying that these relationships are doomed to fail. Um, these relationships typically are doomed to fail. Um, what I disagree with, and this is just at this part, um, up until this point, what I do disagree with is that um, if it's 50-50, he's not getting you to pay for him. He's not getting you 
to pay for him. He's getting you to pay yourself for yourself. It's kind of like a roommate with benefit situation. Now, look at, somebody say, look at them faces. Look at this um, picture here. If I were to estimate such things, I would say that they are either equally attractive or he's more handsome than she is pretty. Either way, she is not offering a deference of anything to offset him paying more than 50-50. They're offering each other 50-50 in looks. She is not significantly prettier than he is handsome. She's not. However, the expectation is, is that he offers more in that way. So it's like, listen, I get it. If you want like a 100% dude, then you need to prepare your ass for some Homer Simpson, Marge Simpson shit. Because that's what it was back in the day. That's what it was. If Homer and Marge was like the typical white relationship. And it probably still is. You know, black people are on some like equally yoked in the looks thing. If not, he's more handsome than she is pretty. You know, the dudes... The one thing I notice, shout out to Jay-Z and Beyonce. And I'm not saying Jay-Z is the ugliest nigga alive. I am saying that Beyonce is prettier than that man is handsome. Flavor Flav and anybody in the world. Um, Beyonce, you know, Flavor Flav and anybody in the world, they're taking a hit. L listen, ladies, be willing to take a hit on the looks and yeah, I, I agree. But if you 50-50 in the looks, it's like, what the fuck? You want somebody who is more handsome to be your provider? What kind of shit is that? Hold on. What's this chick talking about? I would not consider him handsome because he's too damn pretty. That doesn't make sense. But I get your, I get your um, objective. That doesn't make sense. I don't consider him handsome because he's too pretty. I mean, because both of those fall under the umbrella of attractive. So I don't consider him handsome because he's too attractive. I get it. You don't think that men should groom themselves um, to the extent that he does. And um, there is some truth to that. But in the past, we live in a market where men didn't feel like they have to. But because they do, like, why? It's, it's like, what the fuck? I, I'm, I'm just as handsome as you are pretty and I got to pay um, more for the same shit? The fuck out of here. Fair use. ...is the built-in expectation that a woman should work to financially help a man pay for life. Uh, paying for life means paying for food, the rent. You're not helping me pay for life. You're helping, you're paying um, your portion of it. And trust me, I'm not a 50-50 dude, you know. However, I enjoy the company of women who are prettier than I am handsome. And I understand that 50-50. Listen, I'm not a 50-50 dude speaking as a dude who is fortunate enough to be in a position to where I don't have to be. 
and fortune and to the sense that where if I limited my mating pool to women that makes the same amount of me or more, then that would be an extraordinary limitation, one that many men cannot afford. So yeah. Um, however, when I was working at Burger King, yes, and it makes all the sense in the world. I am a young man. You are a young woman. Like we can either get a one bedroom apartment today and, um, together and share the rent and save money because we only have a one bedroom apartment or you can get a female roommate and I could get a male roommate and we're paying more in rent because of that. But I can't tell you that it won't always be that way. But this chick is on some other shit because she's saying that he needs your help with the rent. Bitch, I don't need your help with the rent. But if I'm at that economic stage in my life, then I want you to cover yourself at least. the mortgage, uh, clothing, travel, and the things that make life fun. And it's a gradual con game that comes with a lot of grooming because ladies, men are always taking the temperature of women and they make decisions on how to approach you and how to treat you based on how you look. And if True. you look like the 50-50 girl, you know, you don't wear makeup, you don't dress feminine, you dress like a tomboy. And if you otherwise don't put any effort in your appearance, you tend to attract the 50-50 Dusty. The 50-50 Dusty. All right. All right. I've never seen this Chloe chick, but now I'm starting to get under the impression that she's an ugly bitch with makeup. If you think we give a damn, or if you, if you think your makeup is what determines what your economic responsibility is in the relationship, you are, I don't want to say partly right, but you you are on to something um, in the sense that your looks um, determines your ability to not be in a 50-50 relationship, that's for certain. You know, um, that does make a factor. But makeup is not your looks, sweetie. You got it or you don't. Makeup helps in the beginning of a relationship. Makeup helps into the moment, the moment, the moment he sees you without makeup. And then you become whatever is underneath the makeup. I repeat, you become whatever is underneath the makeup. Take a light-skinned chick, for example, right? Now, everybody knows how I feel about color. Um, almost completely indifferent, right? Light-skinned chicks, when they get, like, pimples and shit, first of all, much like a white woman, a lot of times it turns red. Like, while the pimple is ripe. It turns red in the process of being a pimple. That shit's nasty. Also, when they squeeze it, pop it, poke it, when they do whatever they do other than just waiting it out to get rid of the makeup or to get rid of the pimple, it leaves a scar. 
for a long ass time. Now, I think that this happens to black people too. You just don't see it because they're black. But some of them be having a lot of, and I'm, I'm thinking of somebody in particular. I'm going with, I'm going somewhere with this. Some of them be having like a lot of that shit on their face. A lot of, a lot of pimple scars and a lot of chicken pox scars from back when they were, um, back when they were kids. And they put makeup over it. So then what happens is you see like the flawless, you know, like they never had a pimple in their life skin with the makeup on. If you are confused by that, you see, you see all that and you like, oh, damn, you know, oh, damn, look at her eyes, look at her hair. She's light skinned, did. And then you, you, you take them home and you do the nasty, right? in the dark. And then you wake up and it's hella shit on your pillow. It's hella shit on your pillow. And then you see the face. And at that point, you ask yourself, would you have fucked her knowing that this is the case? And the answer in most cases for me is yes. Yes, I would have. However, your looks to me is now what I see without the makeup. You are not going to get the perpetual pretty girl privileges that society gives you with makeup in a relationship because the man has seen you without it. You get the pretty girl privileges in society when you have your makeup on. You don't get it in relationships because eventually the makeup has to come off. Eventually, you have to see all the pimple scars and shit like that. Eventually, you have to see some chicks have freckles. I actually like freckles. Nelly has freckles. Um, eventually, you're going to see the freckles. You know, eventually, you're going to see what happens outside of the makeup. So don't think that makeup is going to sustain any pretty woman privilege in a relationship. It is not. It is not. Same with Spanx. Spanx is not going to sustain the ass privilege that you get while in a relationship. Spanx give you privileges outside of the relationship. Stuff in your bra and push-up bra and wonder bra and all that shit. These give you privileges outside of a relationship. The moment that you get in the relationship and the bra comes off, then you lose the wonder bra privileges. You lose the spank, Spank's privileges the moment he pulled down your pants and your ass falls with it, okay? You lose those privileges. Your beauty is I woke up like this in a relationship. Your pretty privileges begins and ends with how you wake up with the morning breath in a relationship. So this chick talking about makeup and shit, but let's hear where she's going with it. It's the guy who tells you that you don't need fashion or hair or makeup to look good, uh, that you should be the uh, natural beauty that he thinks that you You don't need fashion or hair or makeup to look good when you look good. When you look good, you don't need these things. See, when men say, because she's about to go into this, when men say you look good without makeup, it's because we think that you look good without makeup. Is because we prefer your looks without makeup. Because once we've seen you without makeup, 
that's how we're going to see you even when we see you with makeup. So they're like, listen, you don't need makeup. I've seen you without makeup. You don't need, we, we say that when it's true. We say that shit when it's true. And when the shit is not true, we don't say anything. Fellas, press one in the chat. If you had a chick and you wanted her to keep makeup on, I'm talking about she was a butterface. The body was banging, but you like put some makeup on this shit. You know, I'm going to still smash with the lights off. But um, when you're around the homies, put some makeup on. Now, you'll never say that shit, but you happy that she puts on the makeup anyway. Am I the only one? You happy when she puts on the makeup around the homies? You smashing her for other reasons. The body is banging and shit like that. But, you know, she make you look good in front of the homies with the face. And the and the dudes be like, oh, man, you know, you banging that. Oh, dang, that's something else, you know. But no, we reserve the you don't need makeup because you don't need makeup. We reserve that. Well, at least I do. I save the comment you don't need makeup for chicks that don't need makeup. Like that, because the one I was talking about that's light skinned with all the shit. Uh, met her in college. She was, she she worked there as well as she went there. But um, uh, won't get into how I met her. But I will say that um, I preferred that she wore makeup because when she did, she was banging. In fact, she, I mean, she was really an attractive chick. Is just the pimples, course. <laughs> and it's it's sad. It's sad. I guess this is a light skin curse, but it's sad, but it's true. It's true. Light skin chicks, they get forever pimples and shit because the shit don't go away when it's when the pimple is gone, the residue is still there and shit. Outside of that, she she would be banging. But so she made me look good in front of the hobies when she wore the shit. Uh anyway, I think the chick who's authoring this. Wears makeup, a lot of makeup, and she needs it to look good. You are right. And the only reason why he criticizes uh, things like wig, you know, wigs and weaves and makeup is because he can't afford them. He can't afford the upkeep of those things uh, that make women feminine, right? So, what in the entire fuck? What in the, this chick is saying? That a man who says you look pretty without makeup is saying that because he's trying to save money on makeup? So, I have this female cousin who hasn't really found her niche in life yet. Maybe she has and I, and I just don't know it, but uh, last time I checked, she was still looking for her niche in life, which is fine. And she, um, one of the phases that she went through, one of the many phases that she went through was she wanted to be a makeup artist. So Christmas time comes around and my thing was, okay, you want to be a makeup artist. Um, I'm going to go out and get you like the goods, the goods that it take for you to, um, to be what you want to be in your life. And I forget, there's a, there's some type of 
beautician. I think it's called beautician or something like that. But it was some type of titian word that they put on that. Um, but I just call it a makeup chick. But so she wanted to do that. And I went out to buy it. And I wanted to get her the good stuff, too. It wasn't that much. It was anywhere between like 60 and 150 bucks. It, it, it was okay, extetician. Okay. So um then you saw the cost game. Yeah, exactly. It, it it wasn't it wasn't that much. Um, but I never directly bought a chick makeup. Like a I mean my cousin, of course, but I'm saying like a chick that I wanted to date, like something like that. And I'm not like a 50-50 dude. That's just something that don't really come up like that. Like I need you to buy makeup for me. I need you to, you know, this illusion that I'm giving you, this, this illusion that I am presenting to you. I need you to pay for the illusion that you would rather not have. Is what she's saying. No chick has ever said that, and she's saying that they should. Yeah, most dudes, um, most dudes aren't 50-50, but they're not 100-0-2. You know, they're not, they're not like, okay, I'm a hundred percent and you're zero percent. Most dudes aren't on that, even if they got it like that. Like typically, uh, to me, a healthy situation would be like, you know. Um, he pays the rent, which is um, really like the lion's share of the expenses, the rent or the mortgage. He pays the rent slash mortgage and she pays the the bills um, and um, excluding his phone bill. So like electricity is maybe like one, two hundred bucks. And then there's Internet cable. And gas, if you have gas, and that's pretty much it that comes to mind right now outside of the phone bill. Um, and then that's that's pretty much it. And that's really like a 75, 80, 20, 25. It's, that's somewhere around there, it's, you know, which is healthy. But the makeup tends to fall in that category. It, it just does. You know? And people know because I'm the dude that bought a stove. Like I bought weird shit, but never had I had a chick come to me and be like, I, I need makeup. Like, what the fuck? The whole point of makeup is to hide that you have makeup. Most 50-50 relationships uh start with the Netflix and chill mindset, right? Going on cheap to no cost dates, uh walks in the park, coffee dates, going out for drinks only. Uh, going Dutch on dates, and all other forms of paying your own way. Uh, the 50-50 woman will forsake paying for feminine investments, like going shopping, getting her hair done, you know, getting her nails done, feet done. And she'll split bills down the middle in an attempt to prove her worth, uh, be a people pleaser, and to secure a man's loyalty. Uh, the 50-50 man is a man uh and the 50-50 man is a man who wants it both ways. Uh, he wants the woman to help provide, which is a masculine trait, uh, while at the same time wanting his woman to submit and be feminine. Uh, so okay. 
here's the thing about that. Because I actually, um, oddly enough, I've seen this this morning, and I think it came out this morning. But oddly enough, I had this conversation with a woman um, um, that frequents my channel um, about the coffee dates, uh, which I do frequently. And not just coffee, because I don't even drink coffee. Um, in fact, I'm back on keto, so I uh, don't even drink hot chocolate, which is what I get when I normally go on coffee dates. But um, I'm not even drinking that right now. Um, but um, and I'm not drinking it anyway for another reason. That is, it's too damn hot for all that shit right now out here in Cali. Um, so, but what they mean is just like a cheap, quick meet and greet, which is what I do often, often. Like right now, this time of year, um, um, I, I, it would be ice cream or Jamba Juice. Now, these are things that are inexpensive, but that not that much cheaper than, say, um, Outback Steakhouse or some crap like that, Applebee's or something. It's not, it's not like you're saving a ton of money when you do that. But what you are doing is you're saving time. You're saving time, which is immensely more important. And if I find that in that short-time investment, that I like you. Yeah, bubble tea. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, they have a lot of those. They have a lot of those little mom and pop Asian shops out here, um, you know, um, that sells good uh, Thai and stuff like that. So, yeah, stuff like that. But the thing is, is that it's, it's, it's quick. It's quick. There's nothing worse. And fellas, let me know if you if you've been in this situation. There is nothing worse than um, being on a date, a date date. And then you realize that you don't like the chick and the date still is going. That's the thing. There isn't an eject button in like a, a, a full out dinner date. There isn't an eject button. There's the you're picking her up. You're you're um, you're driving her to the destination. And then you get there. Sometimes it's a wait. Sometimes they take you immediately there. But that's still more time in her company. You get there, you sit down, and then you wait to order. And then there's back and forth there. At that point, you're locked in. You're trapped. There isn't a polite way to say, you know something? This date is fucked. You look nothing like your Instagram photos. This looks, this is shit. There, so... So you reach that point and you reach that point early on. The same amount of time it, it took you to have coffee is the amount of time it took you to realize you don't like this bitch. So once you realize that, you've already realized that before the dinner began, before you even figured out what you are going to eat. And then she orders. And then she orders. And then um, um, you have to wait again for the food to come to your mouth. You have to wait for the for for the cooks to cook it, the waitress to waitress it, for them to put the um, 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 parsley on it. You have to wait for that in the company of somebody that you realized 10, 20 minutes ago that you didn't like. 
So right now you are in extended company with somebody that you don't like. Oh, and if she's not hot. And if she's not hot. You ever been on a date with a not hot? And then y'all hoping that the homies don't see you? You're on a date with a not hot. And, and then, you know, um, the homie come up with a hot hot. And they're like, hey, game changer. This is this is how you're getting down now, huh? Cheddar biscuits and shit. I, I see how you're rolling. This th this is where your bar is at, huh? Uh, you're looking kind of thirsty there, brother. It's been a while, huh? You're kind of scraping the bottom there, aren't you? Like, nah, you outspending. This isn't just coffee. You outspending on this not hot. And y'all think that that don't happen? I seen this shit yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Hold on. Let me show y'all what the fuck I'm talking about. Let me show y'all think I'm making this up. Y'all think I'm making this up. Hold on. Let me show y'all what I'm talking about. I seen this happen yesterday. And I showed this before, but this is the most egregious example. Hold on. Uh, this is the most egregious example on or in this uh, whole uh, genre or space that she got going on here. I'm going to show y'all exactly what I'm talking about. Ah, shit. Is this it? Ah, shit. This is it, right? But it's not. Okay, fuck. Fuck. This is her, but it's not her. Fuck, 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 fuck. Okay. All right. So it's closer. Um, but here we go. All right. You see this chick in the yellow? Uh, right here in the third one? You see the chick in the yellow? So... Yesterday's show, she had a um, she had a picture of a bad one on there. I mean, her Instagram picture was on point. But Melly Monaco, she deliberately went back and changed it to a picture that's closer to what she looked like on the show, because she had a picture of a baddie, but then she looked like this on the show. Hold on. On the show, she looked like this. Nose ring and all. Nose ring and all. She looked like this. So, which means like, because like the chick on the pictures, not, not today's picture, but yesterday's picture, I'm like, okay, that one was kind of cool. But if you take her out on dinner, you will be stuck with this. You will be stuck with this. Look at how those titties sag. Look at all that. You will be stuck with her for the whole duration of the date that I just described. That is the, uh, and that's why you just say coffee or Jamba Juice or something like that. Like you get it, you drink it, and you're like, okay, that's it. I told y'all a story about how I was in the uh, Dominican um, uh, at a nightclub. 
dancing and shit. And the moment the song was over, she was out. She was out. And that's because my dance style is a lot different than theirs. So, yeah. Uh, when people are uncomfortable, they want to leave. She did not want to dance with my American East Oakland weird dancing ass. So she was out. It takes it takes like the amount of time, the duration of a song is how long people want to put up with a situation that they don't want to be in. And that is how long I want to put up with a bitch that I don't want to be with. It's not a matter of money. It's a matter of time. So you're waiting for the food and then you finally get the food and then you're talking to the chick while you eat. That's that's all sorts of time. You would have had you would have had um, your coffee and and cream and all that stuff. And you would have been done with it. And y'all both get in your separate cars and go afterwards. And then see, see, that's the thing. It's a precursor. And then if it's cool, then you do a little something, something. If it's cool with the coffee, like this bitch, like this bitch here, if I would have, um, if I would have, uh, dated this chick, I'm talking about the author of, of whatever this is. And she would have been like, you know, um, something, she would have said some of the stupid crap that she's saying now, I would want the date to end right there. And the thing about coffee dates is you don't have to drink the whole damn coffee. The moment they say something stupid, and I'm not talking about because all women say dumb shit. I'm, I'm talking about the moment she says something stupider than she is hot, then it's it. That is over. You could just end it right there. But a date, you're stuck. You're stuck. And I've been stuck in plenty of fucked up scenarios. That's what's up, fam. I'm not any Oakland, but I'm from East Oakland. But salute to you. So in other words, he wants you to work, help him pay bills, and look good. You know, the 50-50 man needs your help, but his ego wants him to be great. Uh, men want to be the boss, ladies. You know, they want to be in the driver's seat, and uh, they want all of the credit. But the 50-50 man wants to be uh, not only wants to be in charge, but his dysfunctional mindset needs your your labor, your money to boost his low self-esteem because he can't do it on his own. Uh, make no mistake. Why is she talking as if these chicks are dating homeless niggas? Or why is she talking as if she's these these women are dating guys? With half a home. Like they live in half of an apartment. And they need you to bring your half of an apartment. To put it together and form one apartment. He don't need it. But he would prefer it. All right, somebody just came across the channel. Subscribe, hit that subscribe button, brother. There's a lot more to come. But y'all see the mentality? Like, there isn't, like, a guy who wants a 50-50 relationship, you know, because um, I had a roommate, and I was like, listen, um, um, 
when I was like during college and slightly thereafter, I had a roommate and um, it's like we had a two bedroom place. And at the time I went to university here in California, it was 950 bucks for the two bedroom spot. And which means that, of course, it's a four seventy five a piece. Now, a one bedroom spot is um, was like eight hundred. So, would I much rather pay four hundred than eight hundred? Like, if I if I get a chick um, that's permanent and we live together. Would I rather pay like the, because what am I saying? Like 75 bucks. It's not like, what the fuck? You're saying that you would only get into a relationship if you was to save the whole 475. You want to save the whole 475 while he, while I pay the 950. I'm talking about back in the day. I know rent is still that, that much where people live now, but um, I'm talking about back in the day. It's like, listen, it's not that type of party. He would prefer it more than anything. State that this is a man who wants you to participate in his self-deception. But the 50-50 mindset is a mindset that always backfires uh, because the powerful wiring how we're wired, ladies, of Mother Nature will override the dysfunctional con game of helping a man financially. Uh, As women, we are wired to receive and men are wired to provide. So here- Ain't this a bitch. Ain't this a bitch. Do you hear this shit? As women, we are wired to receive and men are wired to provide. Okay. Um, women and men aren't wired to, to give the same provisions granted, but they are wired to work together to a common goal. You see, take the hunter gatherer dynamic. If we lived in the hunter gatherer times, she would be the bitch that says, okay, I want you to hunt. But I'm not going to gather because I'm wired to receive your huntings. But I put makeup on, so we're even. Like I'm going to I'm going to not gather and you are going to hunt. And you are going to continue to give me the results of your huntings. So yes, in a hunter-gatherer dynamic, because there's only so many willy mammoths out there. In fact, you know, there aren't any out there, of course, <laughs> anymore because we hunted them all. We're men. That's what we do. We hunt you. You extinct. Fuck you, saber-toothed tiger. Now, anyway, because there's only so many of those, you gather as well. And I don't want to hear you bitching about, oh, well, half the calories come from, shut your ass up. You contribute something, especially if you're a childless person. 
And if you are still in the I'm walking around with makeup on in a relationship phase of the relationship, you waking up and putting makeup on before he do, then it's very early in the relationship. Okay. But you're talking, you're you're talking about a whole bunch of shit. Like you're talking about you I mean, what you're talking about is some Peggy Bundy shit. You're talking about some some trophy wife Peggy Bundy shit. And don't get me wrong, you know, that works for a the percentage of women who qualify to um be trophy wives is about the same of the per percentage of men that qualifies to be sugar daddies. It's about the same. It's like 0.1%. And guess what? If you are not in that 0.1%, makeup is not going to get you there. Makeup is not going to put you into that category. Now, if you um, want to be a housewife to a man who, um, who is above average um, in income, then guess what? You are going to have to wife. The whole, the hit the like button. The root word in housewife is wife. What does that mean? It means your ass is working. It means that just because you are not, um, you are not um, um, working a nine to five, it doesn't mean you are not working your ass off. You are working your ass off. You goddamn right. That is what a housewife do. It's there's 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 layers to this shit, bitch. There are layers to this shit. There's the there's the mucky to muck that that have maids and servants and tutors and shit like that. And then there's the rest of the you know one to two hundred k brothers who just have you, who just have you. And you are the maid, the nurse, the 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 person who signs up for the PTA um, meetings and shit. You are the ones who who find out if the kids got vitamin deficiencies, and if so, they 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 react accordingly. That's you. You are the ones who find out that if your kid if your kid um, isn't an athlete and he can't do soccer the way the other kids do, then you find out what he is good at. You take him to something, damn it. If you take him to soccer and he sucks, then you take him to karate. And if you take it to karate and he sucks, then you put him in a chess club. And if you put him in a chess club and he sucks, then you put him in glee club. And if you put him in glee club and he sucks, then you sign him up for baseball. You do that into perpetuity. God damn it. You are a mother first. You think this shit's easy? You Peggy Bundy bitch you. You think that you could get away with not doing shit. If you think that being a housewife is early retirement, you got another motherfucking thing coming. You got it's you, your your life is full of fucking carrot sticks and lunchables and 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 finding out which kid that the other kid can't play with. And 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 um and and I'll be there for you if you need backup. I'll be there for you if you need backup. But every now and again, it's going to take every now and again, if some neighbor bitch try to get uppity and then try to um try to try to throw a birthday party on the same damn day that you are trying to trying to throw a birthday party, 
uh, with the same neighborhood kids and she trying to outdo you, I got your back. I got your back. If you need me to whoop her husband's ass, I'm whooping that nigga ass. Because they do that shit on purpose. You need to be on top of that shit. If you, if you find yourself in a birthday competition to where you're trying to out-birthday the next bitch, I got your back in that. That, But that is your life, goddammit. Not putting makeup on. I'll put makeup on so I don't have to uh, do shit else. Bitch! Fair use. Oh, no. Let me read the super chat. Hold on. All right. Um, MC, Recovery, Wellness, um, and uh, Relapse Network. I appreciate you, brother. It says, um, I like your points you bring up. Um, I like... Yeah, I like points you bring up on Bernard's show and other lives. Uh, you chat in your, you chat in on your blunt wit and um, to the point. Thanks, I appreciate you, brother. But yeah, these chicks be looking for an easy pass because they got an ass. Fuck that. You are going to do something. You are going to gather, or are you going to do something? God damn it. Here's what typically happens in 50-50 situations. Uh, man, man meets woman. Woman has little to no standards. Woman is a people pleaser. Woman is afraid of being labeled a... You damn right, woman is a people pleaser. And, and see, here's the thing. That is why if I dated this bitch, I would go insane. You're saying people pleaser like it's a bad thing. A woman is supposed to be a people pleaser. You want to know why? Because children are please are, are people. They're little people. And I'm not talking midgets. Children are little people and they need to be pleased. You need that personality set. You need a mother to be a people pleaser. Not only do you need a um a, a woman who is a people pleaser because it pleases children. You want your kids to be pleased, but you also want a woman who is a people pleaser um, because she has to please the other bitches. She has to please the other bitches in their surroundings. I don't listen. If I never make a new friend in life, I'm happy. I really don't give a shit. However, the woman has to play nice to the other PTA bitches and the other soccer bitches. Why? So the kids can have play dates and all that stuff. All that good stuff. That is how that works. And she's saying it like it's a bad thing. As a so, so so, and that really means that even though she wants you to pay the whole bill, she don't want to please you because people pleasing is a bad thing. Yeah, and she needs to please the man that's providing for her and the kids. But she don't want to have to please. See, that's the thing. They are trying to minimize the pleasure and maximize the expenditures. Uh, superficial or a gold digger. Uh, then the con is on, right? Uh, the man gets free sex. Then a woman pays her own way and pays and pays. Y'all hear this shit? Y'all hear this shit? This bitch, she said the man gets free sex. As if at base, as if the baseline thing is that a man pays for it. Of course, 
a man gets free sex. That is why he gets into a fucking relationship. That's why we get into the relationship. Free sex, food preparation, and child rearing. What in the fuck? You want us to pay as you go? We might as well just buy the bitches. We might as well just buy the um hookers. We might as well just buy we, we might as well just buy a hooker nanny surrogate. And like fuck it. If this shit is paid for. The whole point is the, the man, if it wasn't for free dudes would just run the streets indefinitely for life. These niggas want free sex. Damn right. Stop with the whitewashed prostitution. Just stop it. If you're going to be a hoe, at least be upfront and say, like, these are my rates. Exactly. It's like, so when people say, you know, oh, y'all tricking. Listen, people are tricking. This chick is obviously a hoe. Like, apparently, it's never supposed to be free. Oh, and another thing. Remember on my last stream, those of you who watched the last stream, I was talking about black women and how they are always at least two degrees of separation from an actual hoe, an actual like street walk-in, Craigslist hoe. See, this is what I'm talking about. The mentality is is that because they are so close, they have so few degrees of separation between them and an actual hoe, the mentality is the same. Like there's something like a hoe, they just not, you know, um, the concept of free sex, just like the concept of free sex to a hoe is unheard of. It's unheard of. It's blasphemy. It's blasphemy. That's like a, that's like a, um, that's like one of God's chosen or one of the people, one of the brothers from the nation. That's like them going to wiener snitchels. It's, it's just unheard of. It's just unheard of. Like, it's sacrilege, you know, um, and that is the same mentality. She has a semi-hole mentality. It's sacrilege. It's back pages, yeah. Yeah, back pages. Red book is another one. I had a hoe. I had a hoe. Wanted me to um, not pimp her, but she wanted me to manage her um her her red book because i'm in the computers and she knew that so she wanted me to manage her red book met her on a dating site um so she can hoe and um she would split the profits from me or excuse me she would split the profits with me um, now I think it's just like any other site where it's not hard to manage. Um, but, uh, this, and I know I'm going off into a tangent, but, um, the reason why she wanted me to do it is because she was addicted to speed, which is kind of rare. Uh, I met chicks who are addicted to meth and other shit, but I didn't meet many speed chicks. Um, she was. She was a black chick um, addicted to speed. And um, apparently the addiction prohibited her from managing her own shit. So she just wanted me to do it while she just went out and fuck and nothing else. And just bring me in half of her fuckings. And uh, of course I didn't do it. 
because I try not to get myself involved in a bunch of weird shit. But um, that's how I know what Red Book is. So, yeah, just a quick segue. Anyway, um, they are not close. They're not that few degrees of separation from these Red Book, these Red Book bitches, which means that they share similar mentalities because they have conversations with these chicks. You know, they 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 actually they actually talk to them and they have friendly conversations at the dinner table. And one of the things that come up is the whole concept of free pussy. You can't have a decent woman who believes in having, you know, love, marriage, baby carriage and all that shit with just sitting down with a hoe. Because hoes put things into into their mind like it, it never works the other way around. Like a not hoe don't put decent woman ideas in a hoe's mind. No, it's always the hoe that puts stupid ass ideas in um in their mind. It's like uh it's like that bitch Ronnie from Players Club. I'm just using what I got to get what I want. Well, do you want a fucking husband? Huh? Do you want a husband? Do you want a, a strong father figure for your kids? Do you want an SUV that you could that you could um use to pick up your kids and shit? Because I could tell you you're not gonna get that hoeing. Now I get it. I, I get the chick I was just talking about. You know, because she was using what she got to get what she want. And apparently what she wanted was some fucking speed. Let's continue. Hit the like button. But now she's tired and masculine. She's uh, frustrated. And now she's empty. And now she's feeling used. And now she's feeling resentful. And then that resentment turns into bitterness. And then she's angry. And then she can't stand the sight of that man because her investment in him lacks reciprocity. Her investment in him is no longer paying off. And she intuitively knows that the money that she invested in this relationship, she will never get back. Her femininity is lost. Her sexual attraction. Uh... Now, listen, because what she's describing is a homosexual situation. Um in a 50-50 relationship, she's really not investing any money in a relationship that she wasn't going to spend already, that she wasn't going to spend as a single woman. So let's just go with my college scenario and the $900 a month rent, right? Um, and let's just say that instead of her having a male roommate, I went out and got like um, a living girlfriend. Um who also had a female roommate. Let's just put that on her, right? She's not losing money in that deal. In fact, she's saving money because once again, one bedroom versus two. So she's actually saving money in that deal. Meaning that if we were together for 10 years, she, she won't look back and be like, oh, all that rent that I paid. It's like, well, you would have been paying rent anyway. Or all that half an energy bill I paid. Well, you would have been paying half an energy bill anyway. You know, in fact, probably the whole thing. So she's really not losing 
money in that. But see, here's the thinking. And this is why this is this falls under the category. Hit the like button. This falls under the category of semi-whole behavior. This is why this is in that category of semi-whole behavior. She is a semi-whole. Why? Because she's not looking at the situation as how much money she's losing. She's looking at how much pussy she gave away for free. I repeat, she's looking at the situation of not how much she spent in rent, but how much she could have made had she have given the pussy to somebody who paid the entire rent. Now, let's do a little bit of math. Let's just say $400 um, a month in rent um, for half a rent. And then, um, so that's uh, $4,800 a year. Over 10 years, that is $48,000. So that is what she's looking at. She's looking at if she wasn't with a guy like that, and she was with a guy who just, who just you know, um, paid for everything and required nothing of her, then at least she would have stacked up $48,000. And that's just the rent. There's other things that she would have not paid either, you know, including makeup, you know. So let's just round it off to even 100K. So basically what she's saying, her buyer's remorse, because she has a semi-home mentality, is I could have been, I could have a 100K, but instead I was fucking him. Semi-home, hit the like button begins to fade uh for this person begins to fade and he starts to notice and when women pay 50 percent, they want 50 percent of the credit in the relationship and she will remind that man every day that she got five on it she will want her due credit and then her respect for him uh will completely evaporate and disappear because she realizes that helping a man is like helping her child and when respect is lost all bets are off. And when men don't get the credit and the respect that they. You don't respect your kids. Now, first of all, um, and I had a conversation with a chick on this page, too, um, about women treating men like children. But you don't have respect for your kids. First of all, you're not helping him. You're both two self-sufficient things who are working together, which should be to a future goal. But I get what she's saying. She don't respect the man who she views as a child, but you're not helping him as a child. When do so you get you make your kids pay 50%? Like what kind of parent are you? You just you just you just send your kids out recycling and shit, huh? You just send your kid out on a recycling mission. You know, or you send them like at 14 to mine coal or some shit like that or or to, you know. Is chucking corn a thing or is that just something I heard? Is chucking is, is chucking corn like like picking it or what the fuck? You, you send them out to shuck corn. Let's just say shucking corn is something that you do. You send your kids out to shuck corn to pay their 50 percent. Like what in the fuck? How is that some kid shit? crave 
uh, they don't feel valued. And when they don't feel valued and respected, they start to malfunction. They start to look for a way out. They lie, they cheat, and then they leave you when you no longer serve your purpose as uh, as their financial uh, helpmate. And now she's scaring you. Now she's doing a scare tactic of, oh, and then and then it'll get on and leave your ass for a white girl. This Now this is what she's doing. Okay. Uh, Silence says something interesting. He says, uh, this is sex worker talk. They're trying to get men to accept sugar baby uh, type situationships as the new relationship. Yeah. Yeah. But you see, here's the problem. Here's the problem with the um, sugar baby. In fact, in fact, I still have it up. I still have it up. Let me just click one that's um, that's young. Hold on. I still have my dating profile from that Colombian dating site. So let me just show you if you if you are really going to try to do the sugar baby thing, then prepare for competition. And let me see. So when I was here last night, it was a lot of cool ones on, but now it is not that type of party. I will say that. So, ah, here we go. I forgot that every now and again, I follow a chick or two. All right. So here we go. So see, they don't want to call it sugar babies. And the reason that they don't want to call it sugar babyism is because then it's like, okay, well, once you become, look at that. Look at the ass cups, cusp, cusp. Look at the cusp of the ass here. See, they don't want you to start. Once a guy has embraced the moniker of sugar daddy, then it's a whole different level of competition. It's a whole different level. Once you take the whole love, marriage, baby carriage out of it, then this look at that look 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 at look, the perfect pokies the perfect pokies now what do they mean when um when they have the pokies like that and not that the pokies by itself isn't arousing to men so we're going to hold that for a second we're going to hold the fact that the pokey by itself is part of the arousal however what else is going on here is that um, is that she likely do not have a bra on, which means the uppitness, the uppitness of the titties here. The uppitness of the titties is natural, meaning that when she takes off that T-shirt, they are not going to flop down to her belly button and shit. That uppitness is all her. That is all her uppitness. And look at the look at the ghostly outline of the six pack. That is your competition. See, if you are trying to, you should never. That's why she's not on here talking sugar baby shit. Because once she does talk sugar baby shit, she is now in the market against the entire you know world of women who's willing to accept the sugar baby uh, sugar daddy dynamic, and she is in that world. She is the rest of your head, and you got to be a member. But uh, she is in that world. Let's look at another, shall we? Hold on. How do we? How do we get off of her? 
Hold on, let me um let me go out and then come back in. Let's look at another one, shall we? Um, from my oh yeah, I'll just do that. Okay. But look at the upness of those titties. All right, let's go to the next one. That was Maria. This is uh dang. Oh, damn, and she's 30 with all that upness. All right. Let's see what the younger ones look like. Let's see this one. Look at those lips. Uh, she don't have as much booty. All right. She's just cute about the face. But this is your competition, ladies, if you want to go the sugar baby route. But y'all don't want that type of smoke. Y'all do not want that type of heat. Y'all do not want that type of competition. Y'all don't. So y'all just go with this whole pseudo relationship. Oh, it's just a hypergamous relationship. It's like, okay. I mean, in hypergamy, I'll get into that later. Actually, let me just play more of the video. Or workhorse. And then the ultimate slap in the face bonus will be when he get on, He'll take his money, the money you helped him save and build to impress a feminine. Okay. Um, uh, you're a woman and you know all about the tricks in the trade. So I'm pretty sure that they got fake titties with um with with nipples on them and shit like that. Who knows what type of illusion that she's going with? But the point is, it's still nice tits and it's still nice abs and all that shit. You know, that's the point. The point is, is that it's stiff competition when they're competing for stiffness. That's my point. Woman who won't have to lift a finger. But if you have a hypergamous mindset, which is why you need to subscribe to this channel, you'll never fall for the 50-50 con because it's a trap for women who never see it coming. Um, I also want to switch gears for a second and talk about the toxicity of a 50-50 situation. Uh, when a man can't provide ladies, he feels insecure because all men have the desire to succeed financially. Otherwise, they feel like chunks. So in a situation where you're helping to pay bills, a lot of men, particularly toxic, resentful men, men with mommy issues will emotionally abuse you. They will keep you under their thumb. They will say and do things to make you feel small. They will assassinate your, your worth uh, to all to recuperate the loss of their masculinity. Uh, this is why you yeah, hear that the loss of their masculinity. Listen, I live in New York City and I don't even give homeless men money. I don't care if he begs for it. I don't care if he gets mad when you don't give it to him or if he stops speaking to you because uh, you need to be the woman to have standards. Because in the end, a man will never forget the woman who never made it easy for him. Uh, it's that sting, the sting of not being able to con you out of your money. Okay. Ah, oh, damn. Damn. Okay. Here's the thing. Um, we, she assumes that men are so stupid and black men, I hold you accountable for this because many of y'all are that stupid to where y'all confuse costs with value. What she's talking about is setting a high cost to her feminine companionship. And we're supposed to assume that it comes with high value. But no, no, um, 
if a woman is high value, then you know the cost isn't really an issue. Either the man can afford it or not. Hold on. I got distracted. Look at this, Afro-Latina. Yep, look at that one. Y'all do not want that type of smoke. Y'all do not want that type of heat. Y'all do not. Y'all do not want that type of heat. Why the fuck this bitch got a purple wave cap? Fake ass hair. I don't like that picture. I don't like that shit. Y'all do not want that type of heat. Ah, oh, damn. You can see through the blur she got ass. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Y'all are trying to say that, um, see, she don't have to say I am a value or she don't have to try to trick a man into thinking she's a value. She's just a value. She's just a value. So miss me with all this shit will always remind a man that it, it's his job to provide. The minute you financially help a man and make it easier for him to coast, he won't value you or respect you because you're not a challenge. You made it easy for him, and in the end, he will... you damn right. We like it easy. You See, here's the thing. Like, it's not about the journey. It's about the destination And it come, when it comes to uh, finding a mate. Why? Because the destination is the beginning of the journey. I repeat, the destination is the beginning of the journey. A man shouldn't have to be wasting time, money, and energy to try to appease a basic bitch. Because once he has completed that, then the journey began. What is the journey? The journey is life. It's like, man, if I get this much pushback, if I get this much complication, if I get this much bullshit in the courting phase to where she's, she's trying to, you know, uh, swindle me out of makeup money, do I want to put up with this for the rest of my life? Because you're looking for somebody that you are looking, that you want to have a life journey with. And basically with you and those of your, of your training course, and you have like 250,000 subscribers with you and those of your ilk, the journey is, um, the journey is prolonged. They are trying to get as much of the man, um, resources, for themselves that they possibly can. Nothing to the kid's future, nothing for retirement, nothing, nothing, nothing for the future. It's just all about pleasing me now. Who's going to sign up for that shit? I'm going to tell you who. Idiots. Idiots. And far too many brothers are idiots. You want to know why y'all idiots? Because just like she is trying to be a sugar baby without being a sugar baby, you niggas are trying to be a sugar daddy without being a sugar daddy. You niggas buy $30 a weed a day to keep a bitch happy. 
But then somebody buy a stove for 200 bucks, and you're like, oh, no, nah, nigga, you bought a stove. You're stupid. Everybody else can be a sugar daddy and just be comfortable and not do the shit. Niggas make it rain in the club talking about they ain't tricking. You're stupid. Don't be stupid. There was this one jackass. I seen him on a community post. Bragging. He said something like dates in Philadelphia is um, $120 on average. I thought that was kind of high considering... um, like Applebee's is only like maybe like $40. But nevertheless, that's what he was saying. And um, and then he said he spent two and a half times that much. And I was like, nigga, you proud on how much money you spend on a date? And you're not a sugar daddy? But if you are to be a sugar daddy, then this is a sugar baby. You're stupid. This is a sugar baby if you want to be a sugar daddy. Your chick is does not look like this. Not by any stretch of the dollar does she look like this. And probably never did. She's older. Just saying. Don't be stupid. He will resent you for making him soft. This is why a lot of men resent their mothers because their mothers made it easy for them. Their mothers made them soft. So ladies, don't help men. Don't. This bitch just said black mothers make made things easy for them. She is freaking delusional. Being raised by a black mother, particularly a single black mother, is not easy. That is a challenge in and of itself. If you are raised by a woman, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the, and and yeah, I'm talking about your mama in a lot of cases, but I'm also talking about my mama in a real way. If you are the child of a single mama, what that means is, is that you are dealing with a woman who cannot keep a man that she is fucking. She has a personality that even when combined with pussy, men would rather do without it. Now, since she's not fucking you, you have to deal with that per. Hopefully she's not. Since she's not having sex with you, you have to deal with that personality without any benefits. And you can't leave like every man in her life did. You are deal, you are you are raised by somebody who is repulsive to men. You are learning to be a man in the company of someone who is repulsive to them. To where all the blowjobs can't keep them. And she said that that's easy. That is easy because there's sugar and spice and everything nice. All with a bit, all with a bit of Claire Huxtable. She is delusional. 
play the 50-50 game because and where is this and where's this whole mothers coddle their sons? Where 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 are they doing that at? I in the black community. Where are they where where are the black mothers that are coddling their sons? Where is that going on? Because I seen black mothers that treat their sons like shit. Y'all seen Oscar Grant? Uh, what's, what's that called? Fruitvale Station? Shout out to Ryan Krugler. Shout out to Michael B. Jordan. That movie was the shit, especially if you're from the town. People from the town know what I'm talking about. And it trips you out because I used to go to Fruitvale Station all the time. Um, so dude was in jail. Dude was in jail, and the mother just came up like, I'm not going to visit you in jail anymore because it bothers me to see you in jail. Bitch! It bothers me to be in jail. It bothers me to be in motherfucking jail. How is she coddling? You, you're not going to visit your son in jail, bitch? What kind of crap is that? Oh, but you was there. You was there with the GoFundMe when, when you know that tragic um, um, incidents happened. Hold on, imbecile. And what about Tupac's mom? Even though you was a crack fiend, mother, you'll always be a black queen, mama. What are you talking about? They coddled a son. 17 years old, kicked out on the street. Like, what the fuck? He was 17? He was 17 years old. And you kicked him out on the street. And even though I had to sell rocks, felt good putting money in your mailbox. Like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You got a nigga paying rent that you kicked out. Oh, but we coddle our sons, bitch! Because ultimately, men don't need help. They need inspiration. And your femininity, being the feminine to their masculine, is their inspiration. Your beauty is their inspiration. How you treat yourself is their inspiration. So if you think you're helping your man by helping him pay bills and giving him money... Don't be surprised when he bites the hand that feeds him because men don't like pity and men. You're not feeding him. You're feeding yourself. You're paying for your half of the food. Don't like to be enabled. So that's all I have to say on this for now. The 50-50 game is a trap and a con that a lot of women fall for because they don't have standards. They don't practice hypergamy and they're being left behind. And we as women, we need to have these conversations with each other on how not to fall for the deception of equality. Uh, men and women are not the same. And we. Nobody supporting the left has room to make G-Hey jokes. What is that even? Hey, you and Nate, sometimes y'all are too damn political, man. We never will be. Uh, we are built to complement each other, which is why you should subscribe to this channel because you don't want to be a slow learner. It is our job as women 
to understand how men are wired and to understand the facts of life. And the truth is when you're a 50-50 woman uh, that's helping a man build, you are not the love of that man's life. Because when you're the love of a man's life, he will take care of you. He will provide. And it may not be fair, but it's real. So let's talk about it in the comment section. Should a woman ever pay her own way in a relationship? Uh, so stay tuned for more videos to come and I will catch up with you in the next one. All right, so that's that. Now, there's a reason that I put um, Barack and Michelle on there, um, um, on the thumbnail. And that is because that is an example of a relationship and how it should work. Even though Barack is arguably, well, not arguably, um, not now, not arguably, uh, but perhaps when they got together, uh, more handsome than she is pretty. He most certainly is more charismatic than she is charismatic. But um, nevertheless, um, they started off at the starting phases of their life. You see, here's the thing. Though I don't do the 50-50 thing, um, and maybe if it came up, I would, but I, I can't see a situation where I would need to do something like that. But nevertheless, um, it, if you get rid of the whole 50-50 dynamic, then what you do is you create a situation where lo young love can't exist. See, essentially, the purpose of the 50-50 dynamic is to um, is for the early phases in life. So let's go back to the hundred thousand dollars that's that's saved up, right? You're eighteen. You're eighteen year old boy. You get with an eighteen year old girl, and y'all go 50-50 for the first ten years. Y'all save a lot of money, um, you know, on having single expenses, having one cable bill as opposed to two, having you know to pay one rent um, as opposed to two. You know, actually. Let's go a little bit further. Let's just say, let's just say a little bit older and you're both making 75K. And then you have a plan. You have a budget and a plan. And that plan is to um is to make is to say a hundred um live off of the 50k between the two of you, find an apartment, live off the 50k. And save 100K because you're both making 75K. That's 150K total. Save the 100K for about five years and then just buy a house outright. And then she never has to work again and he never has to pay mortgage. And you all live happily ever after. Stuff like that works. It works in the, in the long run of things. You save up and you make a plan for it to work because ultimately the plan is for the woman to spend all the time with the kids. And I know immigrant families who do things like that, who even if they don't make much, they still would much rather have the um, woman at home and he takes care of 100% of the expenses uh, for her and the kids. And that's cool too, but it is not cool when those expenses includes luxury items. It does not, it's not cool when those expenses um, include an extravagant lifestyle that benefits nothing or nothing and no one but her. That's when it's not cool. 
because then you're buying her $900 purses, you know, and um, what are you getting for the kids? What are you doing to secure their future? Listen, it's okay. Like, there was this one dude. Um, uh, the link is out there, people. But there was this one dude who spent $23,000 on his girl's 23rd birthday party. All right, that was her gift. It was $23,000. And she seemed ill-impressed. Now, I'm not really against what he did. Um, in fact, it was uh, pretty clever and um, a nice gesture. I gave a family member when they turned 50, 50, 50 cent pieces. It was a similar gesture, but only cost $25. Um, so yeah, he, it, it was a bit, um, it depends on how much he makes. If he makes, I would say, actually not, that's a bit high. That's a bit high no matter what, because let's just say he makes 50 K a month, which is 600,000 a year. He would still spend he would still be spending half of his um, monthly income on a gift for her. That's still a lot. And if he makes a million dollars a year, and hopefully he does, he's still spending a week's pay on a gift for her. That's that's a bit much, in my opinion, um, for a gift. But it's his to it's his to give, and you know it was received. But that's the expectation. And I can't imagine spending at that rate and sustaining a relationship. You know, when you're spending like 2% of your overall income, even if even though it's a high income, you're spending 2% on of your overall income on just basic and base happiness for your woman. And um, she's not happy, which means that you got to spend more than that, uh, significantly more than that. I don't really see that working in the long term. Um, once again, this is this is for a relationship thing, um, a relationship type. Like this is the as far as working in the sense that you want to make a family with this person. You can't really make a family with a woman who has ridiculous luxury spending habits. You can't. It doesn't sustain. There's nothing left for the kids. We live in a country where it's a bottomless pit of how much money you can spend on a woman. It's bottomless. Actually, I'm going to play that. All right, give me a second. Hold on. Okay, I've seen it on Pink Book Lessons, but I want to just see like the regular.
Okay. Okay, I didn't know that it had music on it, so let me do this. Okay, she is prettier than he is handsome. And that's that, yeah. So... Actually, you know something? Provided that he's not breaking the bank to do this, I don't really see anything wrong with this. Um, as it was presented when I seen it on Pink Book Lessons, and you know how when people get a commentary and stuff like that, you kind of just see it in a different light. But now that I'm looking at it like as it is, she did she did appear reasonably grateful. You know, she was reasonably grateful. She has some nice titties. She was reasonably grateful for um, for what he did for her. And so, yeah, I'm not even going to knock that situation. Um, I'd say it's foolish if he makes 50K and he spent half his year's income on that on her. But, you know, um, or even if he made 100K and he spent a quarter of it. But nevertheless, um, still a romantic gesture. So I'm going to leave that alone. But the point is, is that 50-50 um, is okay when you have a plan. You know, it's a good way to save money as long as that money is being spent towards a future. Women who speak against it the way that uh, Chloe did, they don't have plans on the future. They do not have future plans um, for a relationship or a mate or anything like that. They don't. They're just thinking about how can they get their bag now? How can they use what they got to get what they want? So somebody says she should have went for the zipper, though. All right. So I'll read a few comments that I'm about to close shot. Let me see. All right. Uh, she has to um, invest financially to stay because she can't walk away from um, money she spent. Uh, if she don't want to invest financially in dating relationships, she's saying, um, I told y'all to value um, in the relationship. Okay. Um, no matter what, women are going to work. Uh, and that is because they fear being in a situation where he has complete and total financial control. They do. Uh, they're taught to fear this, and many, if not most, do. Um, even the ones that do accept a situation where they don't have some type of income, they still do it only with the comfort of knowing that they can take his income at any time. But nevertheless, 50-50 relationships um, are a good starting point because no matter what you're Men do not, first of all, women, when they're single, they're working. There's, what's the starting point? 
Like, what's the starting point? Let's just say you're a guy and you work in, you're a consultant, she's an accountant. You work for the same company. Y'all make the same amount. At what point in the dating and courting process do you tell her to stop working and to become a kept woman? Like, let's just say that that point comes when you get your first promotion. Then it's like, okay, but prior to that, it was 50-50. Prior to you getting your first promotion, you were uh, she was in accounting and you were in consulting or you was in sales. And she and, you know, y'all were 50-50 at that point. Like, when does that conversation come up? Like, do y'all just start dating, you know, after like, I don't know, four weeks or something like that? And then, um, and he's paying 100% on all the dates, which is nothing wrong with that. He's paying 100% on all the dates and you just quit your job. Like, at what point is it okay to just quit your job and say he pays for all the shit? So very interesting dynamic to go from like zero to a hundred. But if you go for the guy who already got the promotion and then you say, okay, um, you got the promotion. Now let's go 50-50 or excuse me. Um, now I'm going to get with you after you got the promotion and, you know, we're, we're not going to do this. I mean, sometimes most 50 50 relationships or most relationships that turn into 100, uh, zero percent relationships, it tend to happen. Um, and I've seen this, especially those who work in corporate America, you've seen it a lot. Those situations happen the moment she goes on maternity leave. I've seen it. I see it particularly with white women. White women go on uh, maternity leave, and because they're smart enough to have husbands before they get pregnant, they go on maternity leave, and you never see their ass again. That is it. That is it. I think uh, I think they had like eight weeks maternity leave, and I was waiting for a PM, to a project manager, to come back um, because she has some client-specific information that I needed to complete my project. And which means I had to talk to the client directly. And I was like, yeah, such and such is on maternity leave, but she'll be back, she'll be back. That bitch did not come back. They are gone. That is when, and that's okay. You know, that is when you transition from 100% to, or excuse me, from 50-50 or 70-30 or 80-20 or 60-40, that is when you transition into the 100%. They, what the fuck? They're smart. They're smart. And if, women, if you are smart, you are not going to rip your baby away from your titty, you know, um, in order to go serve the man. What in the fuck? I don't even know how that works. Like, okay, my eight weeks are over. Let me just... Um, put the baby in a swing of a jig and go to work. Like, what do you do after that eight weeks? Like who's taking care of eight, eight week year olds? 
So yeah, I think that that is the point where it transitions. That is the point where it transitions into that. But these chicks are talking about they want it off the bat. They want it out the gate. They want day one, I am in a um, I am in a full relationship. Or, you know, I just go to the top 1% of men asking for shit. And that's perfectly fine. You can do that. But if you do that, then you are a sugar baby. And if you are a sugar baby, Here's your competition. Here, here's your competition. Skating shits. There you go. You got to be prepared for stiff competition for that stiff penis. You got to. If you want, I mean, you know, if you want to just go for the guy um, with the incoming, you're just like, hey, fuck love, fuck building something with the person. You know, it's all about, it's all about him providing 100%, then it's going to be all about your looks. And this is going to be your competition. Oh, damn. She's not as hot as her first. Oh, damn. Well, that is going to be your competition, ladies. And even still, and even still, because you haven't proven that you are worth a damn as a woman, meaning you haven't proven your abilities to um, to cook, clean, and child rear and shit like that, even though a woman don't prove that into her first child. But still, she has to show like those uh, nurturing abilities. She has to show that she is not self-centered. She has to show that she um, is somewhat altruistic. And you don't do that by buying $9,000 purses. You haven't really shown him anything. So yes, 50-50 works until it doesn't work. And 60-40 and works until it's not needed anymore. It's part of the process of younger people. I'm not a younger person, but of younger people growing together. So all this shit, like, you know, um, um, we should all be semi-sugar baby whores. And the men should prepare themselves for a life of sugar daddyhood. Like, listen, if you're going to go that route, you're going to lose. And it's not enough makeup in the world that's going to um, allow you to compete with a dude with a passport. So speaking of passport, and one is in the house. Um he sent me a text message um, not too long ago. Um, and yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Like, just let me know when and where. Shit, and I'm, I'm then and there. Shit. So, yeah. All right. So 50-50 is the only way to go, in my opinion. Um, a man should create any type of relationship um, that he wants. Um, I do believe that a relationship should be balanced. Now, you um, are my age and you're not looking to have kids and I am. So I do understand that there's going to come a point where she is going to, um, I would prefer to have her at home full time, at least in the early stages of the child development. 
which means that the financial burden is going to be primarily on me. Now, were I younger, knowing that this day is going to come, I would much rather um, have a 50-50 chick to where we have been saving for the day that the child gets here so she can be at home full time. And we can still do so comfortably to where, you know, I'm, I'm not paycheck to paycheck. We created a nest egg between the two of us that prepared us for, for parenthood and all of the obstacles that, that come along with it, including a child being born sick. So yeah, like, um, that's, that's, that's part of the plan. Um, but yeah, if you're going to um, if you're going to what more than with um, a and one is looking for, which is a 50-50 relationship and just company and pussy until you die, um, then that works too because you're not requiring that of her. Now, here's the thing, and a and one he works out and shit like that, and he's a taller dude. If she is as pretty as you are handsome, then that's one thing. Do not, town biz, do not offer that deal to a chick that is significantly less pretty than you are handsome. Do not. Do not offer a 50-50 deal with chicks who are significantly less pretty than they are handsome. They must be reminded that they are less pretty. And how must they be uh, reminded? They have to be reminded by doing ugly bitch chores. If they cannot afford a greater portion of the 50-50. Ugly bitch chores um, consist of cleaning out the gutters, tarring the roof, and, um, and, and swapping the deck. Is that something that you just do on boats or does that apply to the um to the deck that's like in the backyard deck? Like and is swapping just like mopping it? Yeah, so in and even though like mopping the deck isn't really much of an ugly bitch chore, but when you call it swapping the deck, it it reminds them that they are swapping the deck because I am more handsome than you are pretty. And this is a 50-50 relationship. So to balance the whole your unprettiness, you have to swap the deck. You have to you have to sweep the chimney. I've never burned my chimney ever, but I will. I will now that I think about that shit. Not not in the summer, but yeah, I'm gonna do that. Says, um, I mean, uh, sweep the hose down from the concrete front porch. Yeah, you gotta do, you gotta do shit. No, bitch, you gotta sweep the lawn. You have to sweep the lawn. I want the lawn swept. I want you to take a broom and I want you to sweep the fucking lawn. That is what you do. You have to be, you have to do shit in order to make up for the fact that you are not as pretty as AM1 is handsome. Like just in order for there to be balance, but there's never balance in a relationship. 
um, that's predicated on the whole 50-50. Like, you know, because people change. One person gets a promotion. Somebody else gets fired. You know, like shit like that. Like people and then looks fade and, and somebody's looks fades faster than the other person. So 50-50 relationships are almost always doomed to fail because you're always trying to balance a scale. It, it's not sustainable uh, through a period of time because a person's life oscillates. You know, if you are to look at somebody's success and happiness um, and things like that and, you know, just turmoil and stuff, it oscillates. You know, it's up and down like a sine wave. Now, granted, for men, it generally goes up because our success increases over time, um, even though with some hiccups on the road. But nevertheless, I don't know. It's Listen, all I'm saying people is to have a plan that's it is to have a plan um and what a plan requires is leadership it requires leadership to have a plan it requires trust and it requires leadership and even if your dude's plan is like okay listen I'm taking Theo's course. Right now, I work at Starbucks, but I'm taking Theo's course. I'm, I'm hearing a lot of brothers is coming out that course making 150 plus. So I'm taking his course, um, and it requires a lot of studying. I'm going to need you to, you know, hold down the fort a little bit. And then after the course is done, you know, um you'll be taken care of. So it requires like leadership, direction, and trust. Same as if a dude was in medical school, it's like, okay, 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 listen. I um, I got something in the works. It's obvious. You see my potential. You see where I'm going with this. I have something in the works. I'm working in this direction. I'm going to need you to bear with me, bear some of these bills, pick up the check a few times. And then when I get there, I got you. It requires that, but you, but in order for him to have leadership, you'd have to have followership. So it's another example, you know, Hey, listen, listen, um, lately, you know, uh, the draft is coming. The, the draft is coming. I'm not talking about the military draft. I'm talking about the, the NBA NFL draft. The draft is coming. Um, I got finals. I got, I got, um, I got midterms. I got finals. And I got football season, you know, and my performance, you know, like this, this football season hasn't been going that good. I got to step my game up. That's going to require additional practice. And that means I can't hold down this part-time job. So, um, you know, if you don't mind covering the noodle bills, I got you once, once I get signed or once I get drafted. And if I don't get drafted, I still got you because I'm still an educated brother with the discipline to make it this far. See, it requires that type of guidance, leadership, and trust. And unfortunately, far too many chicks like the one on this video, she does, she does not have proper followership. She does not have um, the ability to trust her man. Because she's of the mindset that she's going to be used until she um until he does better that's the thing 
see what black women fear that black men's uh, goal is to use them financially and to use um, and, and then leave them for a hotter chick. Now, I will say this. That is true. And that's every man. That is true. You should have to worry about that. And you should worry about that if you are not that hot. If you are not that hot. Here, here's what I mean. Hold on, let me get a better picture of this. All right, shout out to Pink Book Lessons. Okay. This chick right here isn't worried about that. Why? Because she is prettier than her dude is handsome. At least I think. Maybe some of the ladies in the chat room will say something different. But um, in my opinion, with those titties and that slim figure, you know, um, um, and that hair texture, she is prettier than this dude is handsome. You think she's worried about that? You think she's worried that if if um, if she if she was to um, you know, help him went on his way to a career. And from the way he's he's dressed and shit, it looks like he works in entertainment. So if she was to struggle with him in the beginning, you think that she's worried that he would he's gonna leave when he has $23,000 to burn? No. No, she's not worried about that because she knows that she got them titties. She knows that. She knows that he has a good thing outside of the money that he's spending. But these bitches like Chloe, they understand that they, and I'm about to close up. They understand that they had, um, that they are not a good deal. They understand that. They understand that they cannot make a man want to be with them. So they, they know that the men that they get are only um oh okay that's too okay so yeah if he's a rich and famous rapper then the gift makes perfect sense and stuff like that so you know um so the whole dynamic makes sense anyway um but mediocre women mediocre women who want exceptional results what they are doing is they are trying to find higher value men that are out of their league However, he is on a slump. These are slump pussy bitches. These are slump pussy bitches. These are the ones that you go to when you are on a slump. So what are they trying to do? They are trying to grab and go or grab and hoe. They are trying to grab and hoe, meaning they are trying to get as much of these um, as as much of the goodies that they can get um, from the relationship because they know it's inevitable and um, he's going to leave as soon as his slump is over and his slump is becoming less and less over with each time you suck his dick.
You are sucking him out of the slump. And you know once the slump is over, you're over because you're just not that hot. And because you know this, you are trying to grab as much shit as you possibly can. Listen, if he takes you out on coffee on the first date, you like, oh, no, he took me out on coffee on the first date. And then and then the next date, who knows what the fuck he does with you? You know. Who knows? Like, you know, the coffee is the first day, but now that he likes you, you know, then comes the real presence and shit like that. Then comes all the other goods. But you don't want to wait that long. You don't want to wait till he actually likes you in order to get uh, material goods because you know he will never actually like you. And the reason that you know that he will never like you because nobody likes you. You know that you and your audience is is um is where men go when um uh, when they're between fucking better women. You know that. So you want to get as much free makeup out of it as, as you possibly can. That's what people do when they're in a temporary situation. They try to get as many free towels as they can before they leave a hotel. Like those ghetto people that be taking hella, hella ketchup and shit um, from the fast food place. That's why, that's why they put the ketchup behind the counter now. It's that mentality. Get as much free shit as you can because this is a temporary situation. The people that be stealing Splenda from work, like get as much free shit as you can because it is a temporary situation. And it's a temporary situation because you're a repulsive bitch. So with that, I'd like to thank, let me double check. I'd like to thank my cash apps and super chats, managers and moderators, those who are listening silently and those who participate in the chat. Make sure you hit that like button on your way out. This is Game Changer 0010. Game over. Peace.